What are you afraid of? Scared you go there and find out that he doesn't love you anymore, honey. You can't control that. The only thing you can control is how you feel. Not how you feel, but how you deal with what you feel that is real. You've got to relax, relate, and release into reality. What was that like, being in therapy? Uh, Were you, what did you talk about that you had never acknowledged to yourself or talked talk? I grew so much from the experience. But I think the most important thing I got is that everything is connected. I mean, if I have a problem, I usually just go to church, give me some Jesus, <laughs> and I'm cool. Welcome back to another episode of Black in Therapy, we, where we are discovering our truth. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing, Donna? What are we doing, Donna? We are Dis discovering our journeys, journeys, declaring our truths, dismantling myths. Dismantling myths. Is that the word? Dismantling myths is first. No, it's second. Discovering our journeys, journeys is first. Dismantling, dismantling myths, myths is second. And declaring our truth. Yes. All right. And excuse us for being a little rusty <laughs> because. It's you know. Sarah Ashley here. And what's up, y'all? Donna here. With my dope co-host, Donna, in the building. We are we are back. This is the last episode of season three. Whoop, whoop. Three seasons already down. Dang. I feel old or something. Right. It's only up from here. It's only up from here. Uh, we're grateful. Yeah, uh, for sure. So we have a lot to talk about in our personal lives this week. Uh, yes. When we tell our stories. So let's knock these uh, current events out. Let's do it. Um, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about, Donna, was uh, there was a playoff game on Wednesday. And as Russell Westbrook was leaving out of the arena because he was injured, so mm -hmm. he was injured, his team was losing, he was injured. We were winning. I just want you to understand that the Sixers were winning. Mm -hmm. And a fan decided to throw his popcorn on Russell Westbrook's head as he walked out of. Like limping, like he limping hurt, out of hurt. the mm -hmm. yeah, out of the arena. So, what are your thoughts? What was the reaction? Like, what like, people were people were like, why? Like, it wasn't like a cheer. It was right, like, a, like a matter of fact when they when they scanned up because Russell Westbrook was ready to fight him. They mm -hmm. were holding him back. Um, and so when they panned the audience to see where it came from, the other fans were pointing at the mm -hmm. guy like it wasn't us. Was he sneaking? Like, was mm -hmm. it a sneak thing? Like, how? No, I think or he what walked was his up. Reaction? Like, well, they didn't really like, show him. They just mm -hmm. showed the popcorn falling because the camera was focused on Westbrook. Westbrook walking right. out, and then you see the popcorn fall on his head. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think it's stupid. Like, I know that we sometimes get in our emotions, even from a mental health aspect. We can sometimes get into our emotions and act impulsively. But it wasn't like we were losing. It wasn't like Russell Westbrook is a disrespectful, you know. Mm -hmm. Or even if he was. What, right. What, what possessed you to do right. that to somebody else? But I can get it in the moment if, if you're you're in your emotions about, you know, losing or whatever like that. Or even when Kobe, remember that year when we played the Lakers and Kobe was like, I'm coming to snatch their hearts out? Mm -hmm. Like, I can see if somebody gave you a reason. Like, but right. Russell didn't, like, right. give like, you a what, reason. He right. was just playing the game. He got hurt. He was walking out. So mm -hmm. it was like. Sometimes we have to have better impulse control. Right. And, and when you're angry, I feel like that's that's a things that people do when they're angry. They mm -hmm. want to release their anger onto someone else. It's not like they're angry and they can just sit there and be mad. Because we know how people are when they watch the game. They're yelling at the screens. Right. They're pacing back and forth. You know, if you ever been in a relationship with anybody that's watching the game, you know stay far away in certain instances. Like, mm -hmm. you know how it is 
when people get into sports and how heated it is. So, I mean, I can't imagine being there in that moment and being super angry. But, but like, it, when you're but it was nothing for him to be angry about. We were winning. The Sixers were up. The Sixers what, won. What was he angry about? Was oh, that's he, true. He like, could have been right, angry about something else. He, but, right. Or maybe he felt... Who knows how... But how sometimes people want to show off, too. So, was it a man? It was a man. Was it a... um? White man was. It I don't know if he was. He was definitely wasn't black. Okay. He definitely wasn't a black man. Um. I just don't know what he. He could have been Spanish. He could have been white. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um. But That's yeah. Interesting. But it was just stupid, and I feel like sometimes we don't think about the end of a thing. Like now, you're probably banned, if not for life, you're definitely banned for the rest of the season. Right. From the Wells Fargo for throwing literally. Being stupid and throwing popcorn. Nobody knows your name. Nobody really knows your face. They just knew a fan. So right. now you're known as the fan that threw popcorn. Your face wasn't nowhere. Like you, right. what did you, you gain out of it? Infamous for doing right. Yeah. What did you gain out of it? But some people do want that infamy. Like mm-hmm. you know, they want to feel feel excuse me important for doing something negative. Like this is that's the world we live in. People right. want to be famous for doing bad stuff. Like, right. That's that's the. World and I guess we are in. talking about it right now. So I guess you are infamous, even though we don't know your nah, name. No, we don't know you. <laughs> You ain't what you probably ain't listening to this. You ain't important, sir. So don't play to yourself. The next thing is your your boy, our boy, the one we love to talk about. Who? Diddy. Oh Lord, Diddy. Diddy posting J Lo. What was the caption? I did see it. Throwback Thursday. Ah, I'm dead. Yes. First of all, I'm here for. It. I like, like toxic con- AF controversy. Like- First of all, Diddy's a Scorpio. <laughs> Shout out to my Scorpios because I'm a Scorpio too. Oh, let me push stop on this recording. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think it was controversy. I think it's Diddy. I mean, was they J Lo commenting under no. it? No, because J Lo got her own situationships over here. Diddy is going through something. He lost the love of his life that he never wanted to be with and did dirty or however that worked with Kim Porter. Mm-hmm. And then Cassie done left and and did all that stuff. But Diddy is also a Scorpio, so he's never. I feel like he's emotional, but not really. And he's always going to poke his chest out. Like, mm, I'm not surprised. I just feel like if you're at this point in all of our lives, I just feel like if you're not going to be serious, like, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even play no, like, why are you posting me? On the way? Like, to me, that's toxic. Like, why are you even trying to stir up any fire or emotion right. inside of me that I may still have for you after I've moved on? Like, I've moved on. I don't think it's. I mean, if it can stir up some emotions in J-Lo 20 years later, then I don't know what, what Diddy done did to her. Because it's literally been 20 years. That was in the 90s. That was not. Was the 2000s. That was That 90s. was not the 90s. You just made that, that was up. That the 90s. Ale- that was not the 90s. Alexa, when did Diddy and J-Lo break up? Let me Google you, it. The fact that you're being disrespectful is like It was like the 99 and the 2000. They was not together because Cassie was out in the 2000s. That's when he was with Cassie. Right? All right, you're Google it because I feel like it was the two thousand. I mean, the ninety nine and the two thousand, like early two thousands. All right, early two thousands. Right. Okay, exactly. Not ninety nine though. Yes, 90, it was the nineties. I'm just thinking about like the outfits they used to wear. It had to be the nineties. No, this is 90s. giving me two thousand vibes. That's giving me two thousand vibes. But when did they break up? Two thousand one. So they but they wasn't together that long. They wasn't together in ninety nine. No. Remember after that whole thing with the gun and they was running on them red lights and Jay. Jay uh, um, Diddy had to go to court and all that. He was, and then Shine took the dead oh, one, yeah. and he took was in jail forever. forever. Um, so it wasn't they. I don't think they were dating that long. I think they were just like it was the mesh. late nineties, two thousands. They broke right, up in two thousand. You say nineties, I'm thinking like TLC, <laughs> hat to the back nineties, ninety nine and the two thousand. Nah. Okay. But, I mean, yeah, it was. I don't really look at it. Look at it as toxic. I feel like 
it was probably joke. I don't think he put too much thought into it. I feel like it was probably just like he he had. So you waited for her and A Rod to split to put up a th- to put up a throwback Thursday of you and J Lo. I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not because I feel it. like Diddy is who has Diddy been serious with? Like you want to make babies? He been serious. That's who with he who? is. That's who he is. He was serious with Cassie. I think. Who knows? And how long was they messing with each other for? Forever. And where, what came from it? I mean, they not dated. Not you. What, what do you think should have came from it? They a dated. marriage? Why? If they didn't know. A marriage? Why? So Everybody I'm, doesn't so necessarily want Cassie to get Cassie clearly wanted to get married. She's married with a baby and probably another baby okay, on the way. Okay, he didn't. She decided to say they didn't get married. That was that. But I think her desire was to be married. Possibly, and I think but you, if his wasn't, then it just wasn't. Like what she can't and force did him he, to. And th- but but did he? I feel like then when you had all these regrets with Kim, like oh I should have married you, I should have this, I should have that. Like so you play, you play, you have a lot of money and but you play. But you know when you deal with grief, you're always going to have regrets. Right, it's you a stage of grief. Regret. I get that. Regrets. However, I feel like Diddy doesn't take women seriously. I agree with you. However, I feel and like so, women J-Lo, know. Keep women it know. Keep it moving. So it is what it is. You either going to deal with it or you not. Keep it moving, JLo. Listen, I'm here for it. Because one thing about JLo, she like to be married or. Engaged. In a, in a, in a serious relationship. Yeah, so, even if she had plenty. Well, that's neither here nor there. She got to find the right one. Or the right, right one has to find her. And and same with Diddy. Let no, Diddy live. has film. You don't know what he got. <laughs> I don't even want to know, honestly. Holes in the um. <laughs> So, yeah, that was the whole Diddy situation. Um, DMX definitely dropped um, Exodus today, right? Or did it come out today? Or? It did. Mm-hmm. It came out at midnight. I was actually listening okay. to it. I was. Mm, it was finally very, something you know. <laughs> something I know about, right? This is the current event I'm interested in. The songs were so I love the features. Like he had a, like you know a bunch of different features. Mm-hmm. The locks was on there. Swiss beats, of course. Alicia Keys, Jay Z, and Nas. Mm-hmm. Um, his prayer was on there. He had a lot of nice features, and I really liked the songs. Um, and it was like a. Like some real hip hop songs, okay. Like rap, and then it was some like arm, you know, with the R and B uh, hook. You mm-hmm. get a little different type of feel, but it was like emotional. Like I feel like when he rapped, and you know, like I feel like I was getting emotional when he was just like. Is it because he passed away or because? Probably, but just his like his growling and his like like some of his rap, but you know, he rapped hard, but some right, of right. it was like super super hard. And um, he had one about um about his son and I felt like that was super super emotional emotional song about Exodus his son um, his baby no, son no it was about his oldest son saying okay. like you the oldest and like um I have other children but I love you the same and like just kind of like I I think most of the song is to his oldest son I'm not sure if he talked about other other his other kids in there but okay. Exodus is on a track too saying oh, he like is. daddy he is on a track um, so that was pretty dope, but I loved it. I loved it, and I love. I generally love Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys, so I'm always like, "What they do?" You be here for it. I be here for it. Yeah. I love Swiss Beats. So okay, I'm here for Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys and their everything they do. So <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> why are you laughing? I can't like Swiss Beats and Alicia. No, Keys. you can like it. Why would? Why don't you like Swiss Beats? I'm and not Alicia saying Keys? That, those words never came out my mouth. But tell me why those words never came out my mouth. I it ain't a, it ain't it ain't that. Like I just it's not like I'm a Swiss Beats fan. I love Swiss Beats. I feel like he's so diverse. I feel like he real. He is like a philanthropist. Like he just he just do so much. I love. How, I don't know something about Swiss Beats. No, and I love Alicia Keys. Always has so. 
But yeah, did you listen to it? Any of the uh, tracks? I have been. I've had um a couple of busy days. I had a t-shirt order. Y'all know I said I was retiring from doing t-shirts, but I had a big t-shirt order. I don't order remember today. you telling me you was retiring oh, yeah, from was doing t-shirts. Um, and it reminded me of why I was over it when I was doing it. Like, So um, how did you get back into doing t-shirts? Because somebody asked me, and even though I expressed to them that like I did not want to do it, and I had a lot going on graduation-wise mm-hmm. and everything else, um, they still kind of asked me, and, and so I did it. So I have been busy. I didn't Maybe know that's you retired. Excited. So I was about to ask for some juice. You wasn't. You wasn't. I, I made you just rerun that joint tree on last year. You didn't. I didn't. I did. We went to the protest, and you had the black AF shirt on. No, I need something that say like like that's Juneteenth, not that's like just black, more like Juneteenth specific. I don't know. But you know, it's okay if you retire. <laughs> Find another black owned business. To give I support. It's enough money out here for everybody. I ain't even <laughs> mad. I'm not even. Well, mad. Why did you retire? Because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> you just better be a fifty year old woman talking about something you tired. No, I mean I just don't want to do it as much. Okay. I also feel like other things have my focus. Like, I can't do everything. Like, I have a time. Don't that suck sometimes? Like, yeah, sometimes like, I, I, had, I, I could, could call myself and be like, right, you run a t-shirt business. You run a therapy business. You run, like, you do there to hope. Like, I can't yeah. do all of it. So. Sometimes we feel like we want to do everything. But yeah. Right. Um, so, but yeah. The, the is it? I thought we had one more situation to talk about, no? I mm-hmm. think that was it. I think that was it. Okay. The, today's Dwight's birthday. So, shout out to Dwight. My brother-in-law. How old is he? Who say I? Um, you don't know. Between 29. 29 probably. I'm going to oh, go with 29. Sydney's 29. They were in the same grade. Okay. Guess you don't the think it's a 30 yet? Um, no, we would be doing something big if it was 30. Okay. Um, yeah. Happy birthday so, to the white. The black. That's what I used to call him when... Um, the black? That's what his phone number still is in my phone. <laughs> Interesting. Just to be smart, you know. Always. Um... So, yeah, so that is our current events. I do feel like we're missing something, but whatever. We not. Okay. All right, so let's jump into our first segment. I got a story to tell. Sarah, tell us about this story. Why are you looking at me like that? Because <laughs> I was like about to ask you. So I guess I guess the fir- <laughs> I guess the first thing we could talk about is graduation. And maybe our stories kind of go together. Maybe it's not a Sarah story and a Donna story unless you got something separate of what we kind of both been going through the last couple of weeks. Mm-mm. So So we can actually start with honors. Honor ceremony was last Saturday. Saturday, Saturday before, before last. last. Um which is you know Last year when we couldn't graduate and we couldn't do all these things, it was so like, oh my god, I'm not going to do it next year. F it. I'm not. <laughs> Forget it. You know what right. I mean? I'm not going to do it next year. Yada, yada, yada. Um, but I can tell you this, that it felt like the first time mm-hmm. for me. I don't know how it felt for you. I yeah. enjoy I enjoy going to stuff. Um, yeah. Even though people, you know, were deterred from doing it because it was, you know, so long. And, and that's kind of what happened when I graduated from CCP, I graduated in December. By the time graduation came, I was already a semester into LaSalle, and mm-hmm. I didn't go to my CCP graduation. I was like, I don't, like, you know, I'm over it. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, but this time, even though we waited a year, I felt so connected to mm-hmm. Lincoln. I felt like, like, I always joke and say Lincoln trash, but, like, I love Lincoln. Like, mm-hmm. I felt so connected to that and to my program. Like, this is my career. This is what I do every day. This is what I love. It was different than kind of, like, mm-hmm. before, so... I yeah, was doing it was it. Like, like a different, it was right. a different vibe, like, and I wanted to soak in, like, everything, like, the honors, like, I just wanted to be in the moment, and, and again, Lincoln is going to be Lincoln, 
So mm-hmm. the honor ceremony was late. Um, late AF. But it was still like, you know, we got to enjoy time together. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, we got to enjoy that time of being inducted. Um, we got to honor Mr. Walt at the induction. Um, his family was there. We got to actually mm-hmm. physically meet the people that Mr. Walt always talked about in school. Right. So um, that was good. Um graduation was just a different vibe like being able to walk behind and not just walk in but walk behind people that we look up to people right. that we strive to be like right. um people who have i mean ben crump was our speaker right um which so, is the attorney for those of you who don't right. know he is he was the attorney on trayvon merton case i want to say he's one of the brianna taylor brianna taylor Maude George Aubrey. Floyd, um i think he was with my Ma- arby too when the, he um, talked about it yeah. during the um during the ceremony um, so yeah, he is. It was funny because me and Guy were going back. Y'all? And forth about was he on Trayvon's case? Mm-hmm. He was. He that was said, what right. blew him up. Yeah. Right. Um, so just, it was just a dope feel to be. And it was hot. As it hell. was hot. As hell. I'm going to say um, as hell because we were sitting on the field. Right. But it, it was, was still like. It was so like, I'm soaking up this suntan. I'm soaking up this. I'm okay. soaking it all up. My, my curls might be falling. I'm soaking it all up because I want to, I want to be here. Like, it was almost like I didn't want to leave campus for a little bit. Like, I just wanted to sit there and just be like, mm-hmm. I wanted to take it in. And even, um, when we got our degree and I hugged Dr. Wiley, it was like a different type of hug this time. Mm-hmm. It was like a, right. kind of like a charge. Like, oh, wait, all right. Fast forward, because I feel like we started talking about the honor ceremony. Okay. So we got honors. Because, we got honors. you know, 3.9 GPA in the building. Yeah. Everybody thought we graduated, or at least for me, I feel like people was like, oh, you graduated? I'm like, nah. Yeah, people, no cat, yeah. No gale, right, like, even Shalay was like, congratulations. I'm like, girl. I didn't graduate. <laughs> it's not graduation, but I guess if you, you know, no one necessarily, I didn't post that it was an honors induction mm-hmm. ceremony, so it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't long, post either. I, 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 it was a sprinkles for me. Like, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. The ropes was, was a sprinkle. It was on top of my robe. Right. It was on top of graduating. It was, to me, I likened it as the sprinkles. Right, but um, since it happened first, it was like, oh, congratulations. Right, right, right. Um, but that was really dope. We took we took the dope pictures. Um, guy, our classmate came and our brother came. Um, Shaniqua came to the ceremony mm-hmm. as well for honors. Um, so that was really dope. And then the following Friday was graduation. Was graduation hot, sunny. But even leading up to Friday, it was like when I saw the weather. When I saw it was just like, all right, guy, you really smiling on this. Like mm-hmm. putting my robe in the cleaners, like getting it pressed out, like. Listen. Even when we first got there and Dr. Heath putting our hoods on for us, like, mm-hmm. all those things mattered. Like, right. you know what I mean? It, it um, was big for us. And I went on vacation that week. So, mm-hmm. we did an induction on on Saturday. I went on vacation from Sunday to Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, I got back home on Thursday and had to get my hair, get everything ready to go and then graduate on Friday. I had so much going on. I felt super overwhelmed. Um, but, like, we did it. And I was there and we stayed to, for the entire summer. When I tell you people took their degrees and walked on out but of But I here, think they missed it, though. Like, when you... What was the point of coming in? Like, if you wasn't going... To walk across the stage and to leave. I mean, and yeah, I but it's it because it was it. hot. Yeah, it but, was very but, hot. But here's the thing. And that's why I got up and moved because people just were being negative. And I'm like, I don't want this in my space um, because I'm enjoying it. But it's like, if you've worked hard for something, and this just might be my own personal, you know, view on stuff... I'm not just going to get up and walk off and miss something or or not partake in all of it. Like, if I worked for this, mm-hmm. if I drove all the way up here for this, if I'm sitting in this heat, people, I feel like people do what they want to do. And so maybe my view is just differently. But if I'm going to graduate, I'm going to graduate. I want to get inducted the right way into the right. um, alumni association. I want to take the pledge. I want to recess out. I mm-hmm. want all the traditional stuff that we do. I want to do because I'm right. here. Mm-hmm. And I think people get so caught up on the negative stuff that they don't. And I got to preach a sermon about this on Sunday. So I'm already in my message. But we get so caught up on the negative stuff that we miss 
the good. Like, right. and then we think that there's nothing good in our lives because we get so caught up on it's hot, it's this, it's that. Mm -hmm. But it's also peace out here. Like, it's right. also you're being charged to go do something. Right. Like, it's just not about you in the moment. Like, and I mm -hmm. think that we miss it. Like, the sun is shining. We could have, it could have been raining. Right. And we could have had to be in the gym hot. And then you would still have been talking. Right. You would have felt people find something to talk about and find negative negativity in anything. Mm hmm. But for me, it was just like, I don't want to hear y'all mumbling and complaining no more. Like, even Sylvine. Like, shout out to Sylvine. I love her Sylvine to death. But it's like, right. you pregnant and you hot. Right. And so, like, I don't want to hear it. Right. You know? So. But that's what she do and that's who she is. And that's another part of understand what we always talk are. about is knowing who people are. Right. Um, but I think being around, like, being as though we were sitting around so many other people that was like, all right, like, I don't know you and I don't want to hear you. Right. Kind of thing. And that's how I felt the whole ceremony kind of like, I wish I could have said with right. Janice or like by myself because I don't want to hear right everybody else's yeah. madness cause at least I knew she wasn't complaining like right. you, you know I don't I didn't want to hear the complaining is mm -hmm. what I'm saying um, because I felt like it was good even Ben Crump's charge and we always talk about this ever since Dr. Moore came to talk to us about putting our money where our mouth is like right. and we talked about doing a scholarship for you know and I, I want to give Mr. Walt's son a scholarship because right. he's going but then even us like black and therapy I want to do a scholarship where we give back to somebody black that is Right. Going in the counseling field. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's important because we it have is. to put our money in in the next coming years. We're going to be making mo more money than what we're making right now. Right. So it's not. And, and I feel like we stay blessed by giving. Right. And so I definitely want to create something to give back to somebody coming behind us so that we can be the people they watching walk mm -hmm. in right. front of them as they're going to graduation. For sure. So I, I, I think it just meant a little bit more to me than the heat and all that. Like, right. The, the the stories like we watch people get honorary degrees that was really making an impact like mm -hmm. when it wasn't popular for black people to make an impact right so yeah I was here for listen I was sitting in the sun baking or, mind you I was in Puerto Rico the week the, the four baking. days before I got sunburned too I was oh, literally did? sunburned on my forehead mm -hmm. I was sunburned on my nose and I'm sunburned on my back like mm -hmm. I, and I ain't never been sunburned before <laughs> and I put on my sunblock. I'm a some black girl, but listen, I was out there, hot and all. Everybody texting me like, "Where you at? You coming? You?" I ain't finished it. <laughs> I ain't finished it till we walk on out of here. But it was, it was definitely a. Dope and I think experience. it's a difference too, like when your family is supportive of it. Because my dad was like, "We staying till you stay." Like, mm -hmm. you know, because it again when you know my 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 daughter, my sister, my you know whatever is getting is graduating. Right, it's graduating. Right. And how many times you see all those black young adults getting master's degrees like that right. was to me was and like our graduation was actually pretty like short. interesting and short like yeah. it wasn't nothing long drawn out and boring like everybody who said something had something to say right. it wasn't nothing that was crazy at all like mm -hmm. everybody had like something really really dope right. to say. The, the undergraduate valedictorian like everybody mm -hmm. literally had like such a dope message right. i feel like it wasn't one of those like high school or mm -hmm. or just graduations where it's like not any kind of substance. It's right, just right. a lot of substance here. So I enjoyed that. Um, and so, yeah, so that was last Friday, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and then, how Friday. do you recover from that high? Like, you Good know, what I mean? first of all, I got back to work and was, a, was inundated with mm -hmm. clients and stuff and stress. And I'm like, I took off a week and now I got to see all these clients this week. Like, honestly, it was a, it was a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I was glad today was Friday because I had a, a whole week. I'm glad some clients canceled, so I was mm -hmm. I was okay with that. But it was just a lot of kind of getting back into it after mm -hmm. being on vacation, graduating, going to the honors induction ceremony. So 
I had a, definitely a tough week this week, like right. super busy, super productive, but like still super tiring. And I think it was like a, I don't want to call it a blur, but I think we were so kind of like had our eyes on the prize. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like the week before that was even like a little crazy because I think we instantly kind of went into celebration mode. Um, well, we always gonna celebrate. Yeah, we that's, we that's always in celebration. Maybe that's something that we need to talk to our therapist about because why do we want to celebrate well, all the time? Why not? I don't know. I mean, okay, so I feel like we should celebrate everything. Maybe it's in the way we celebrate. Maybe we could do like something. But not no, the whole bottom. Make not <laughs> not the whole okay. big celebration. Maybe it could be. I'm gonna celebrate. Let's no, celebrate because I want to see the day every night. I want to cut the lights on. I want to. I want. I want my friends to come. Like I want. Hello. When Shari, when Shari update, Shari popped up at the house. Yes, this is what I want. I want people just to pop up and we can sit on this deck and kiki. Like, this is what I want. Right. Um, and that's the life that we plan for ourselves. And I feel like right. so many times people look and see that you have to get through a week to be rewarded for something. Right. Or get through. Like living I mean, for that weekend mentality. Right. I mean, and granted, for me, I like that. And it's fine for me because I don't dread the week to celebrate the weekend. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the week. I enjoy what I do Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. half a Friday because I don't work on Friday. But <laughs> I enjoy what I do during the week to help people. And then I enjoy the weekend. I even enjoy whatever. helping people throughout the day. And mm-hmm. it's, I ain't want to say five o'clock because I ain't a liar. <laughs> At whatever time I feel like celebrating. Right. Lunchtime, breakfast. breakfast like, <laughs> you know, and like. Right. And, and I. That's a part of the no ceiling speech that we always talk right. about is that we make things work for us. And I feel like I've always been that way. Like, and I talk to my sister about it sometimes because she is a stay at home mom. Um, but I always tell her like, yeah, like I don't work a traditional five, nine to five. I pretty much make my own schedule. I can kind of, you know, maneuver and do and do how I need to do. But because like I've worked to get here, you know, mm-hmm. I work smart to get here now. Now, Lord knows I don't work hard and I don't. I don't well, we just said that. That was like, right. why are you tired? You worked hard, girl. We don't work hard. We work smart, <laughs> first of all. But we work smart to do these things. And when people complain, it's like, you are where you are because of what you do. So do something different. I, but I, Right. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. But I also think that we have favor over our lives and grace, too. Because some mm-hmm. of the stuff I look at, like, that I've been able to do, like, it, it, it wasn't even me. Like, I ain't about to say, like, oh, I bust my behind again. No. like. But that's the. I feel like that's the myth, that you have to bust your behind to have these things available mm-hmm. to you. We didn't have, like, why is this this hard is it, is, it, is it just you chase it your dreams? If it, is it just you walk right. in purpose? You just work, walk in Take your that purpose. Leap. It don't got to be hard. It may be challenging. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, now, listen, some things are challenging, okay? Mm-hmm. I deal with challenging people. I deal with challenging systems mm-hmm. every day. We know about these systems that we work for. Mm-hmm. We deal with challenging things every day. However, hard, I feel like that's that's like labor and, like, it might be challenging for me. Grad school was challenging, but I don't know why the hard word just seems like I was working on a railroad or something. <laughs> I don't know. But we won't, we we work smart for it. And we don't have to say I worked hard to get here. We work smart to get here. Maybe it was a little challenging, a little hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I just don't. I think, yeah. I'm, I think, not the, I'm not the hustler mentality. Like, let me do, mm-hmm. do, you know, I just, it's just not for me personally. Right. And, I, and I, think it, I think it's about taking that leap, walking in your purpose, and and. And not being afraid to do it. And when I say not being afraid, understand fear is always going to be a part of the journey. Right. But not physically allowing that fear to stop you from doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, we always talk about doing it scared, doing it with fear. Like, faith right. and fear. Like, hand in hand, right? Um, and so I think it's, it's it's been a combination for me. Like, it's, it's been God for sure. It's been my mentality to um, just take that leap. And, and to your point, I don't think it has been a hustler's mentality. Like, I'm not a hustler. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... I don't. I'm not that person that's up at five. Like, you know, right. I'm. I'm. I, that's not me. Like, right. so 
it's been grace. It's been gifts. Like my gifts making room for me. Like the, the scripture being fulfilled. But it's not necessarily hard working, work. working your body. And it's known what you work, know. Right. It's known what you know. Pe- I think people more so calling me because they know I can speak in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. But that came from church. Like that came from me being worship leader at seven years old. Like it right. wasn't, you know, that fear of public speaking has gone from me. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a combination of stuff. You get what I'm saying? Like right. I don't see a point. Yeah, but it, it, it for sure ain't you got to work hard. God works smart. You got, and you got to walk in your purpose. You got to... Right. The problem with people is they, they want to do what either other people think they should do or what they think is going to... I don't know why people choose not to walk in their purpose. Right. In, in their own purpose. And, right. And kind of right. like seeing what other people doing and kind of either making themselves fit the mold of what right. other people have expectations. Like what makes on? your heart smile. Right. Right. That's, what, that's your purpose. And it's not going... It may be challenging. Right, you have to put some time in. Right, but it's not going to be hard working on railroad. It's not <laughs> because it, and even today when I was talking down about my client, it's not hard. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. Was I tired? Yeah. yeah. Is is some of the client stuff challenging? Yeah. Do I got to read sometimes when I don't feel like reading? Yeah, but it's only making me better. It ain't mm-hmm. you know taking away from me. Right. But yeah, so. I don't know how we got there. We was on a tangent. But. I feel like that low-key, that was our stories. That was our truths. Listen. No, I, I got another truth to tell. You got another truth? I got another truth Well, to let's tell. get into our second. Third? Get se- our, second segment? Yeah, All second. Right. Like. Um, don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. All right, so me and Donna were talking um, prior to starting the show, and one of the myths I think that people have about therapists, usually we do do it the other way around, um, what people have about therapy, but I think what people have about therapists is that for that one hour, you occupy our time and space, and then we don't think about you anymore until the next session. Mm -hmm. Um, I think about my clients a lot Mm -hmm. um, because I want to help them, and I I always try to find ways to help them. Mm -hmm. And even to last week when I had a client, a particular client with the issue, I came ready. Like, he, mm-hmm. I, I was ready, like, um, because I had done research because I really want to help him. Like, I, I believe that he can get better, and I got to help him. And at the end of the session, he was like, Dang, Doc, you came with you came with the real, like, you came with it today. <laughs> but I, I say what I have to say, like, I think that people don't realize that therapists really, I don't know what they think the life of a therapist is, but a lot, it's a lot of reading mm-hmm. and research and Right, and I think that since we went through so for for school for a year before even getting into our inter- internships, and for me specifically, my internship was mostly with children. Now I'm working with children and adults. You know, it's still that like we're always constantly learning. Like we're always learning. We're always you know certain things. I think, um, and I and I actually talked about this with one of my clients is that because um, she was having issues with like previous therapists or what have you. But what people don't realize is that we learn things. But practice, kind of like practice in textbook is all, like you have to do it mm-hmm. consistently. That's why you have to continue to get continuing education mm-hmm. credits, right? You have to, you know, have your DSM and have your your books and your notes and everything because everything, some things come easy, easy and some things are things that are just a bit more challenging or that you may not have dealt with before or just haven't dealt with in a long time. And for mm-hmm. me, like I could be sometimes forgetful. So like certain things with children and their problems, I'm like, I can hit the ground running. You tell me something, like, it's, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Some things, you know, specific things that I could think of, I'm like, I'm going to have to open a textbook, and that's just mm-hmm. that. And it's funny because now that we're doing telehealth, 
um, I'm able to come back with those things. But we know that clients don't like to see you open book. Right, right, right. That's right. that's definitely a no no. Right. But at the at the same time, like we're new, we're new therapists, mm-hmm. we're learning things, and sometimes we just have clients who have compound issues right. that we, you know, when you talk about anxiety. Uh, substance abuse, sexual abuse, PTSD, like, clients come with a plethora of issues mm-hmm. that, like, we, like, we generally just have to look up. But we are thinking about it. We are doing research. Therapy is way more than an hour. Just know that. Mm-hmm. Just know that once we're done with that hour, it's opening books, it's, it's right. talking to colleagues, it's going to supervision, talking to other, you know, Right, trying to make sure we get us. the best best practice and best care. Right. Right, because, and so when people say, like, oh, the sheriff is charged this much, like, this is what you see. It's almost like the iceberg, right? You see me giving you an hour of my time mm-hmm. talking to you or however the session is, 45 minutes or whatever the session may be, but you don't see the other work that goes into it before we, I even sit in front of the computer or get to the office and talk to you face-to-face. Right. And like, all the work that I've done to, to get, here. get here to right. be able to even have this conversation with you and show my empathy and show my, my regard and, and right, do right. these things for you, whether it's telehealth, whether it's face-to-face, whether it's family therapy, individual therapy, like, just think. We got to do individual therapy sometimes, but then it's like five of y'all come up in here, and we, you know, we got to tend to everybody. It's mm-hmm. family therapy, so a lot, a lot goes into it. So, um, mm-hmm. that just made me think about a, a myth for next next week about doing your homework. But we gonna get to that next week. Oh yeah, please, please, before we do just your do your homework, homework do it makes homework. it. You know why? I guess I shouldn't even touch on why. Just do your homework. Next week we are gonna talk about why because like. Not because. Just do because your Because I did the work and I need you to do the work too. Just do your homework because I... We're going to talk about next week. Next week. Right. All right. So let's jump into our third segment. Uh, truth is. <laughs> you need some help? No, no, no. Okay. Truth is. What's your truth? Hold up. I beat you to it. I beat you to it. You already said you had a truth. I do have a truth, but I beat you to it. Why I gotta go first? Because you already announced that you have a truth. You had another truth. I try to make my truth in with the first segment, but... So my truth. My truth is this. Um, I have an issue with communicating. Um, My truth. In different situations and circumstances. So... Especially when I'm preoccupied with something. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to you. Like, if I'm already in, like, graduation mode, whatever mode I'm in, it's hard to communicate or stop and communicate, you know, what's going on. You shouldn't. I know. You know what I mean? So, this, I, it was this one particular event that somebody asked me to come speak at. And I responded to the first email. But I'm also not a follow-up, follow-up, email, email, email person. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. that. Like, call me on the phone. Let's get it situated. Because my strength is not emailing you back. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Um, well, it's not that I'm not doing it. I just... That's just that's not, not me. It's not my strength. Um, maybe I need to hire, like, a virtual assistant or something because I'm not... I'm probably not going to email you back. But if you call me, right. you'll get me. We'll talk. Mm-hmm. Um, if you text me, we'll talk. Um, so, anyway, needs to say, my, a friend of mine um, had to speak there, too, at the same event and asked me to come with them. And I came. And immediately, after she spoke to the person I was with, started going in on me. Mm-hmm. And you know my mouth, Donna, and you know my personality. So I am. Um, she was going on in on you because you I didn't respond, respond to her and I showed her. up to And her. then you showed up. Okay. Yeah. So I'm with my friends. So I'm trying to be nice, a lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, and 
she just kept saying, so I apologize. I took accountability because I tell my clients all the time like, about accountability versus mm-hmm. excuses. I tell them all the time about that. So I'm like, I, as, a, as a therapist, and what I teach my clients, I'm going to have to practice that too. So I took accountability. I apologize. I know I didn't get back to you. I'm sorry. Yada, yada, yada. You know, I ain't going to say it won't happen again. I'm not even going to go that far in for you. I apologize for the situation. Right. Um, and then she just kept doing it. So at this mm-hmm. point, I'm getting agitated. So I'm like, all right, she don't got no more times. Right. So she came over again and started talking again. So I was like, well, I'm here now. So what can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just redirect this right. whole conversation. And that's really big of you because I feel like when people feel like they're being attacked, mm-hmm. they're going to, right? like, you know, come back. Right. But again, I was trying to right. suppress Even my mouth she, right. because who I was with. So I started setting up the shares. She was like, oh, yeah, help me set these shares up. Okay, I got it. Bye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that. Um, and by the end of it, she was okay. She said my boss wound up showing up, mm-hmm. the rep. Um, and she did it again in front of the rep, but the rep had my back. Like, oh, right. she don't do it over here. Like, yada, yada, right. But, you know. People going to be people. Yeah. So, but the point is that I know that I I lack that communication. Piece of it, and I know I need to, that is something I need to work on and fix. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I need to, again, hire somebody to just handle it for me. Because, you know, you big on paying for somebody to do something that you either don't not strong again do. or don't want to do. Um, but I just, yeah. Okay. It's just not, you know. Right. So, that was my truth. And I need to work on my communication. That's a good one. That's a good one. I feel like we communicate in so many different ways that sometimes we don't recognize, like, specifics. Because mm-hmm. communication is so big. It's like, oh, I communicate well. How? Right. <laughs> like, like the... And I think uh, I communicate in some aspects well. Mm-hmm. Right. But certain mean, things, right. And I think yeah. that sometimes we can't... Especially when I'm preoccupied. If I'm, like, graduation is Friday. Like, if I'm on graduation, mm-hmm. it's like, every day I had to do something. Nails, hair. Right. You know, sneakers. Like, it was everything I had to make sure that I had something right. right. And so... Right. And it was, it was all about you. And that's, and that's fine. Um... So let me get into my truth, which, you know, is not normally my greatest, favoritest segment. Um, But I want to say my truth this week. um, My truth this week has been recognizing that I. And I mean, it's not really a new truth because I know, but in these last two weeks, I feel like I definitely am like a. Uh, keep to myself person like mm-hmm. I feel like so much is going on and I get overwhelmed and when I get overwhelmed I don't want to talk I don't want to express and I kind of like do like kind of like a baby shutdown mm-hmm. but no one would ever know so like I was talking to my nobody best- will ever know I know when you shut down Donna no. we're not about to argue about how I know just tell you the truth because this is your time I, I really want to know how you- so this is so this is the thing you're unavailable what? <laughs> I text back. I call back. Donna, it's not the same as when you are not shut down. So I get I get overwhelmed. First of all, you, y'all know how we say we don't work hard. I don't stress. Like I don't stress is not a word in my vocabulary. Like I might be overwhelmed about some things, but I'm not stressed. Like what is that? I'm not doing it. So I feel like I get overwhelmed and I shut down. And honestly, like I was even talking to my best friend and she was just like. You're so sec- like you're such a secret per secretive person. Not necessarily- I don't like the word secretive, but I mean whatever. That um, I feel like I'm not secretive. It's just like it's my business, but whatever. That like she doesn't notice. 
Example. I feel like the last couple episodes we recorded, I was gone. Like, I feel like y'all probably didn't hear my voice. I don't know if I responded. I don't know if I was talking. I felt like it was Sarah and whoever our guest was. And I was just kind of mm-hmm and in the back. Like, I feel like I've been overwhelmed with things the past couple of months. But I feel like I be so in my own way about it that it's like, I don't really, like, talk about it in the, in the, or people don't notice. Like, I feel like I kind of keep it in shell. Sarah says she noticed, so who knows? I mean, maybe I feel didn't. like I know, so let me just say this. The past couple, when we did the commissioner, we did it cherry. Like, did I feel like you was off? I feel like, I feel like you was off because you didn't, not saying how you didn't care how you look, but I feel like your outfits, like, you would, you would care. You would care mm-hmm. more. Like, your shirt was wrinkled. Like, you would care more. Like, that's so, those are signs, but I also know you probably, you had started something new. So, it's like, mm-hmm. you need that time to adjust. Right. And it's not for me to point out that you need time to adjust because you're so a you ain't said, You, you should have said, B, why you look so wrinkled? Why you look so dusty? You today? knew you was freaking wrinkled when you were in the house. Busted. And how I say I felt that day? Was that busted the day I said, I said busted and disgusted, right? Well, you knew then. Right, but I feel like I would, I, I would not normally be busted and disgusted. So, that's what I'm fact. saying. So, you're saying that people don't recognize it. But look nobody how you say look, nothing to me. Look how you look today versus why am I going to tell you that you are Because you, my friend, you're supposed to say No, sis. but it's not even like you're not off the deep end like where I got like, Donna, let me pull you back in. Like, right. all right, that might have been a two-finger tent, but it's like that's also, I don't know how you adjust. So, like, I can't, mm-hmm. at the first sight I see of something being off, say something to you. Like, I got to see... See how it kind of If goes. you can adjust to what you're right. doing new, and if not, let's talk about it. But I got to give you a chance to adjust. It's like a kid riding a bike. I can't be like, every time somebody get on training wheels, be like, oh, no, you do it this way. Like, right. you got to let somebody adjust, I feel mm-hmm. like. And I guess you didn't see And I would never let you right, right. You didn't fall see off the bike. Often to, to, like, see. Like, oh. It was a consistent pattern. Like, no. Right. Yeah, I thought right. it was like, But no. we definitely didn't. So we record. I think we. We took breaks in between those breaks, episodes. Yeah. Yeah, we did take a lot of breaks in between the episodes and stuff, but um, so but that's basically my truth. I feel like when I feel overwhelmed, I shut down. People feel like I'm secretive about stuff, and, and sometimes people don't understand or can't identify me, other than Sarah. People can't identify me being overwhelmed or maybe feeling just inundated with things and, and going through the motions, so to say. Um, and that's kind of what I've been going through and I feel like I recognize that in myself and I don't, not that I don't want to be secretive because I feel like my business is my business, but I feel like I'm learning to just kind of like share. Cause you know, I'm not a sharer. I don't want to be like, Hey, let's celebrate me. Let me put myself out there. I'm just not that type of person that like needs that put out, you know, needs to be put out there, whether it's help or whether it's recognition. Um, but I'm kind of doing it. So as long as you are. I mean, you don't got to speak to everybody, so everybody, but you need somebody. And I'm not saying it need to be me. I'm just saying that you need to tell somebody when you're struggling. One day. I mean, it's no pressure, sis. <laughs> if I would have seen you another day looking like you was looking, I'd have like, sis, you good? You all right? Well, you ain't saying nothing when you posted the picture on social media, though. You she knew we was picture. You knew we was interviewing the commissioner that day. You knew we was taking pictures. So if you chose not to iron your shirt, it's... <laughs> You know the picture was going up. Um, but yeah, that was a good truth, Donna. That was a good truth. And hopefully you get to a place where you can share or feel safe enough to share. I would do a deep dive on why you don't feel safe to share, but I don't really... But this not a therapy session thing? Lord for that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not that it's not a therapy session, but you just got somewhere to be. And <laughs> I got to get to bed. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Um, so yeah. But I think you should do a deep dive into why you don't feel safe enough to share. 
It's probably on my list to do. I'll, I'll it's edit probably not. <laughs> I'll edit it to my list. No, it is. I mean, listen, I, I could do that. I do therapy with a the therapist, do therapy with myself. That's the. the yeah, I gave myself a therapy the session goodness, yesterday. The goodness of being a therapist. All right. Um, This is the close of Mental Health Awareness Month, but we don't never stop making never. people aware of mental wellness because it's an ongoing project. Um, We got some dope. I have some dope things lined up. I'm actually doing a podcast with the city next week. Oh, that's what's up. Um, so, yeah, we definitely want to touch on what we do here. I'm at the podcast and yeah, shout out to the class of 2020. Yes, yeah, 2021. In 2021. Yes, Master P was at their uh, graduation getting. And so is Gloria Carter, my girl. Oh. Jay Z's mom. Oh, here she was. Homie. I did see that. Make yeah. a say, uh. I was excited to see that. So hopefully we can see her at Made in America. I'll give her a Lincoln alumni shirt since she got her. Uh, Made in America this, this year? Yeah, they brought Made in America back. Oh, I need to be in here like swimwear. Um, so yeah, we'll give her a Lincoln alumni shirt too. Yes, Throw I'm it in there. Um, so yeah, thank y'all for listening to another episode of Black in Therapy. Um, we are, I feel like we're going to call this episode Wusa or something because we just needed a Wusa. It was a I lot. I mean, I feel like, I feel like it needed to be called like congratulations. I feel like I done did a lot. Like I'm a graduate again. I'm here for our, our accepting and acknowledging our, our accomplishments. You just said you don't like people. I lied. I, <laughs> I changed it real quick. All right, so make sure y'all tune in. We had season three was was packed with with some okay. good guests. We had some sisters in the house. Yeah, I started off with my sisters. Um, had the commissioner of the Commission, police department. We had you know who we got to have for real? Elka, the one that was with Commissioner yes. Outlaw. Elka got a story to tell to yeah, us. So we, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit Elka up like yo, you trying to do the podcast? Um, but yeah, so thank y'all for tuning in. Um. You got a feel-good song? Because you about to really uh, close out without a feel-good song. I was. Feel-good song. No, you got a feel-good song? Um, ooh, I feel like we should. We just celebrated graduation. I feel like I've been What's that? dancing and jamming and, and celebrating. What's that um, t- that's corny, that corny, t- that Tiana Taylor song? No, no, no. That's good. Made about it. what made it. Yes, I love it. I'm here for it. All right, so made it can be our... um Tiana Taylor. Ooh, that's not it. Um... That can be a, I know, I know, Taylor. I know. Oh. I was I, I was looking it up and then clicked on something clicked, wrong. Oh, okay. All right, so Made It by Tiana Taylor is our Feel Good Song of the Week. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Black and Therapy. Therapy. Peace out. I was just short up. It's been a long time coming. All these blessings rolling in, I ain't even see them coming. Too hard, too hard, I've been going too hard now They say I need a vacation, say I need to slow down And I ain't trying to slow down Pretty face with a bad attitude Working like I got too much to lose Built it up on two by twos I wonder now I pay too many dues